1: Well, hello! Welcome to the show.
2: Welcome to the show.
1: I must, Tyler. You look relaxed.
2: You look relaxed. I, you know, I'm. This is a new seat for us, and I don't know quite quite know where to put my legs. Yeah, it's I kind the, of be like
1: what's his name on Talladega Nights. Yeah, Will Ferrell. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, uh, yeah, we're cozy. We're this cozy. Is, two bugs in a rug on the the DPP hangout couch. Yeah, it's brown, not black. Just so you're all aware. Yeah,
2: we don't want one of those debates going on. Nope. Yeah.
1: Yeah, Welcome to the show. America's Diesel Podcast. Nailed it. Nailed it. Finally. It only I've gotten took that like wrong so many times. Yeah. yeah. So,
2: what we got going
1: on today? I feel like it's, it's a new episode. If you're watching this on Facebook or trying to listen to it, we, we're now sitting on a couch as opposed to staring into each other's lustrous eyes. Yeah. And it's new for me. Ooh, there, there, there they are. Now I feel better. I can <laughs> look at you. We made icon We locked eyes. We're good. We're good. Okay. <laughs> all is right in the world. Okay. Make sure and check us out on Google Play, Spotify, iTunes, SoundCloud. Leave a five star review. Screenshot that bad boy. Send it to
2: Tyler at DieselPowerProducts.com. We will make sure and include an awesome meme that'll be specifically picked, hand picked by me to be for you. <laughs> <laughs> we will also include a handwritten letter signed personally by me and Ben That is promised to make some upper butt quack, quack, I always say quack, like buck quack, buck quack, quack. Uh, butt crack sweat, so make sure you send those five star reviews, get you a free t-shirt, keep them coming, we appreciate all of them coming in, mm-hmm. we're actually kind of inundated with them right now, we're kind of behind, so if you guys are waiting for your t-shirt, just give me a little, give us a little time. These are, these are, these are, you know, these are, notes are catered towards you. So it, it they really this are. Is, this is,
1: take some time, you know. I always have to kind of like slow my roll real quick. Tyler will come over and be like, hey, I need you to write a note for this one. I'm like, okay, put put the phone down for a second. Yeah. Turn the computer screen off, read it. Put myself in your shoes. Think about what I could say to me to make my upper butt crack <laughs> sweat, And then I have to tone yeah. it down a little bit because... I'm a terrible person. Yeah, and we got a job to keep. And we got a job, <laughs> so to we're keep. not trying to cross any lines or anything <laughs> like that.
2: We're just trying to find it and just kind of play with it. <laughs> okay, <wire>. Tyler. <laughs> <laughs> wow, things are getting awkward. Yeah, anyway, that's so, what happens when you sit on the couch. Yeah. <laughs> so we are continuing on last week's conversation. Call this the the oddities, the split year stuff. Yep. I think we it took a whole entire episode for Ford.
1: Yep. Thanks, Ford.
2: Uh, for just Jeff, g- if you're listening from Ford,
1: I'd love to have a word with you. Yeah.
2: <laughs> that's funny. We <We've> dubbed him <laughs> Jeff. It's, it's funny because there's probably a guy out there listening that's like, my name's freaking Jeff. And I drive a Ford. Like when <laughs> I,
1: I work in Ford and they keep yelling at me. I don't know what to <laughs> do.
2: <laughs> sorry, Jeff, if you're out there, we'll send you a shirt. I'm not <laughs> sorry. Come talk to me. <laughs> yeah, what were you thinking? <laughs> uh, so anyways, we are moving on to GM and Cummins for the splits. They are a little bit more... Simple in the Fords. <laughs>
1: Considering we have to have a whole episode just for six liters, yes, I'm going yeah. to say GM and Ram are pretty simple.
2: Yeah, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get her fired fired off here. We're gonna, we're going to do Cummins. I'm making making it, make it an do executive it. decision here. We're going to start with Cummins. Um, so the first the first split that comes up is in uh, uh, first gen first gen Cummins. Mm-hmm. So '89 uh, through '91. So you can have an eighty nine to ninety. And and here's the thing with some of these Rams: there's not really like a like a a. I mean, if there is one, I couldn't find one. But an actual build date split, like, hey, after this date, you know, it had an intercooler, and that's what we're talking about here: is the eighty nine through ninety one Cummins, because some of the ninety ones had intercoolers. Mm -hmm. It's a pretty easy like to tell. You have an
1: intercooler? (laughs) Do
2: you have it? Yes
1: or no. Check that box. Yes or probably. I think it actually will have some insignia on the. It, should it says said, intercooled. I think it should say intercooled. Yeah, it'll say
2: it. intercooled on the valve cover, and like Ben said, instead of having you know the turbo on the passenger side and just piping going over the engine into the intake of the of the um, on the on the driver's side, you will literally have an intercooler up front. That is the easiest way to tell: is just do you have an intercooler? Yeah. Yes or no. <laughs> Follow the
1: air from the turbo. Does yeah. it go through something else or straight to the engine?
2: Yes. So that one's an easy Magic. one. Um, the next split, another easy one. Mm-hmm in 94 so unlike ford where they're like well (laughs) well what time of day was it built we were already 30 minutes deep in the episode
1: by the time we got to 94 i don't want to talk about i
2: know seriously for real (laughs) uh but so in 94 they started the p7100 pump went away from the ve so the rotary style pump easiest way to tell look at your engine is there six six lines coming off the top of your pump or are the lines coming out of the back of the pump In a round fashion. Yes. So, uh, easiest way to tell there. Again, just visually inspect. Um, And we get, I mean, just since we're on the topic of first-gen Cummins, cool trucks. Super cool. Um, We always talk about the prices has gone astronomically through the roof on those trucks, which sucks because I now I want one, and when I when I didn't want one, they were super cheap. Yeah, you buy a first or buy a house. Yeah, (laughs) that's funny. (laughs) Market's the same. (laughs) Yeah, seriously, it's outrageous. But um, all of them are cool trucks. Even the VE trucks, those are cool trucks. You can still get decent horsepower out of them. Um, Yeah, easy to swap. Easy
1: swap. As long as you're not shooting to make over four, four fifty. Yeah, you know, a VE pump truck will be great for you. They actually get better mileage than a P pump will. They
2: get excellent mileage.
1: Yeah. yeah. Number one thing to,
2: and just since we're on the topic, since it's like a super uh, a, a like one part that kind of addresses two major th- issues with that truck: fuel pin and governor spring kit.
1: Awesome, monumental. Awesome,
2: seriously. Especially that governor spring. It is literally, literally like the cheapest mod you could do on your truck that makes a world of difference. That governor mm-hmm. on that truck is so incredibly low. Well, yeah, fueling at like 2,100 RPM or yeah, As you see, I'm trying to add things in for the Cummins to make it somewhat as long as the Power
1: Stroke episode. <laughs> but we didn't even talk about parts for We didn't force, even talk like, about any parts. Ta-
2: uh. so. <laughs> yeah, bo- both those trucks, those first generation, the first generation Cummins, awesome. Some people think they're ugly. I think they're cool looking. And then the the P-Pump trucks, so the 94 to 98 12 valves, probably the most popular platform ever for modifying a diesel truck i mean that is like the platform yeah. guys start with um it's just a, a, as far as a platform on a truck i don't think there's i don't think there's one that can handle more abuse than a p-pump 12 valve
1: aside from the transmission okay? for, yeah well uh, we're yeah. gonna exclude transmission, yeah, transmission but it, yes engine. i agree stock bottom end like 900 yeah easy <laughs> it's, it's yeah it's pretty awesome so then the next split Another
2: easy one happened in 98 and a half. So there was a split year in there.
1: We got a split year. Oh wait, Second split year. I got second split. <laughs> take my victories rock. Yeah,
2: seriously. Um, another easy one to, to look at. And because they literally changed from a, a 12 valve engine to a 24 valve engine. You got a different valve cover that literally says 24 valve on it. Um, you have, you know, four valves per cylinder instead of two. And then uh the injection pump again that changes to the VP44 which will have the six lines coming out of the back. Um but again it's going to say it's going to be one solid valve cover, one solid aluminum valve cover whereas the 12 valve is going to have individual valve covers under now, the plastic under one. yes, under Ooh. the cover cuz some people will think that that is their look at it and not not
1: understand that there's six individual valve covers under there. That almost got me. I was trying I was working yeah. with the guy and I, I think you were in the room too and, and Ashford happened to hear me. And I'm going over it with him. I was like, okay, does it have six individual valve covers or one long one? And he was like, oh, it has one long one. And I hear Ash, like on the other side of the room, he's like, unless the plastic cover is on. I was like, what? Yeah. I totally forgot about that. I was like, wait, is there a plastic cover? Or are they six individual I think metal some ones?
2: of them are metal, too. I think they're metal. I think they're in the middle.
1: Something like that. But he's like, yeah. no, there's one long plastic. I was like, take that plastic part off. Is it? He's like, oh, there's six individuals. I was like, 12 valves.
2: Yeah. And easy way to tell your injectors are going to be on the passenger side versus the driver's side. So. That's an easy one to tell. I didn't know that. Yeah. Boom.
1: Learn something new. Podcast is over. Ben, <laughs> learned something. <laughs> um, I'm just kidding. It's still here. Yeah, see,
2: God, Cummins was... Who, who do we want to dub the opposite of Jeff for the Cummins? Like, what's like Jeff just a super a G, simple name? See that seems like more more like complicated name. So it would be like it's like a like a like a Tim. I don't know Tim at Cummins. Tim,
1: <laughs> Tim at Cummins. Tim Tim did a good job. You know what? We're getting Tim. Yeah. Tim staying. Tim. Yeah. That's a safe name. <laughs> but Timmy. Yeah.
2: Twenty four valve. So twenty four valve Cummins obviously started in nineteen ninety eight and a half. Went um went all the way twenty four valves actually go all the way up to current. The current engine is a twenty four valve engine. More liters. And a bunch of other different stuff, which we'll get to in a second here. But <clears throat> after 2000 and so 2003 is the next split and uh, another easy way to tell see, again, Tim's making it easy over at, at, uh, at, at, Ram job, Cummins, Tim, whatever, body style change, yep. boom, different engine. So that uh, third generation body style that happened in 2003, 24 valve, um, common rail. That's, that, that's like the, the start of the start of greatness. Step say. into the future, yeah, yeah. Step into the future. Uh, common rail fuel systems, as we've talked about in the past, super efficient, awesome to tune with. You can make great power with them, very efficient. Um, it, it just all in all, it's kind of that's kind of the way that every engine manufacturer is kind of moving
1: to is common rail. Yeah. If you're um, if you're someone who likes to swap Cummins engines into other platforms, and you want to be a little bit different. Swap a common rail in. Yeah, not I, a lot of people. I, I, get I'm not saying it never gets done, but maybe like you know mechanical engine because obviously it's really easy to swap in. But you want that little extra something that's really cool. Common yeah. rail that.
2: Yeah, common rails are cool. I mean, it's electronic engine, so again, tuning. There's a ton of tuning out there. A lot of performance can be had with just tuning. I mean, same as the earlier trucks. Not the 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 VP44 truck is kind of like. I'm gonna say it's the bastard child of the, oh, totally is. of the of the of the Cummins, and I've I've heard so many like, oh that engine in ninety eight and a half they, I I heard, I now, again I don't know if this is true or not i never looked into it, but I heard that the VP forty four pump in that engine the twenty four valve was actually like, it was an a agricultural engine application that they, just was like more or less a band aid before like the cp3 stuff got done which i somewhat kind of like Uh. can agree with a little bit just because we know the technology was there because look at gm Duramax 2001 at common rail right so the technology was there so i can kind of believe that a little i again i've never looked into it so i don't know if that's true if someone out there knows if it's true let us know that'd be kind of cool to know but that kind of makes sense that since it was only 90 and a half 99 2000 2001 and 2002 so, I mean, what, four and a half years? Mm-hmm. Um, so, I mean, as far as, a well, I guess it's the same amount of years as the P-Pump. So, I don't know. It, it kind of makes sense to me for a little bit, but then it kind of, I don't know, maybe they just made a mistake.
1: <laughs> I feel like that that would probably lend itself pretty well for an agricultural platform, given that it's like a hybrid mechanical electric pump. Yeah. So, you can still kind of really, you know, you have a, you know, whatever you're trying to power at that point, a low power application, you can kind of turn yeah. it down a little bit, or you can turn it up a little bit electronically. Uh, but other than that, um, you got to take your victories where you can. Yeah. I, you uh, can still make power. Uh, the VP truck. Pumps suck, just saying. <laughs> <Yeah>. it.
2: <laughs> <laughs> he can say that. I, <laughs> I will say you can make actually really good power with a VP 44 yeah, truck. Can. I mean, I've put down 630 horsepower myself in my own old, old second gen that I had. There are some powerful ones out there. It's just reliability just goes in the tank. Like true. anytime that I would like play around on the street, I, you see, guys, carry a 19 millimeter wrench with them because you're probably gonna drain that pump and it's gonna die, and you gotta bleed it out before. I like, I've been embarrassed, not because I lost a race, <laughs> but because after I waxed a guy. My truck died. <laughs> I'm like, oh, this this is embarrassing. Like, I beat you, and now I'm backing down a hill, yeah. in neutral, trying to find a parking lot to go into so I could bleed my injector lines. <laughs> like, it's and there's actually there's an old video of us, like me and Josh, back in the day on my second gen when I I made a homemade nitrous kit for it, which was which was really fun. It got me to understand nitrous and how it works and that sort of thing. So it was fun for that. Uh, there's a video of us playing around at our, our one of our old shops, and I kill it right, right in front of the shop, and I'm just like, "Oh, crap. wasn't that
1: after a nasty burnout?
2: A couple of them, yeah,
1: yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. I wonder why that, I a below,
2: I wonder why I hate Toyo MTs. Is because I, I, I shouldn't say that because you <laughs> know what I abuse the. Sh- I abused the crap out of some Toyo MTs, and they, they were bald because of me, not because of the, the compound. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, that was my own fault. Anyways, <laughs> uh, Common Rail. So, this is the first, This these are the years, so 03 to 07, Common Rail. Mm-hmm. This is when the first little, kind of, I don't want to say weird split, but... Um, a little bit, yeah. Yeah, a little a little weird. Kind of where you, you could definitely get confused. You can you can we've had customers accidentally buy the wrong parts for their truck off of yeah, this. There wasn't because a they body style know. change. There wasn't a body style change. Looking at the engine under the hood, it looks the same, but oh yeah. four and a half. Okay. Split year and oh four and a half. And again, if you're asking for dates, I'm not going to give them to you because I have easier ways than trying to find and decipher your date on your on your Vintage or whatever. Um so 04 and a half. That's when they went to, for one, um, different injectors. Mm-hmm. So they went from what's called like the 503 injector to the 505 injector. Um, looking at it, looks identical. Okay. Yeah. Uh different spray angle because there's a different piston design. Again, different pistons. So that changed. Turbo changed. Um they went to a full four-inch exhaust. Instead of like three and a half off the back of the turbo, and then it, it had no cat or something like that. No right? cat. Yeah. Well, they had they had they start no. They had a cat. They had okay. a Yeah, okay. I had a cat. Well, I don't know if that that exact year. I think, I – you know what? That's one I didn't look up when they started putting the cats on. It might have been O four and a half. You might be right on that. I have to double check.
1: I know one of them has a cat. and One doesn't. I know
2: my O six had a cat. So. Okay but So four inch exhaust, full four inch from the turbo back, different injectors, which again, you can't really tell from looking at the engine again. I'm just noting these are the different things, but the easiest way to find out is actually just look at the driver's side of your valve cover. There's going to be a white tag. It's going to show like your engine serial number. It's going to show a bunch of different stuff about the engine. The one thing that you want to look at is the estimated horsepower. If it is a 305 horsepower engine, that is a oh three oh four not in an oh four and a half it is if it is a 325 horsepower engine that means that it is in oh four and a half all right so since we got that figured out oh four and a half the easiest way look at that tag on the side of the engine that's what i typically tell guys so oh four and a half 207 not many changes there's a couple that can be well, kind a, of funky a, yeah was a body style change yeah slightly headlight change mm-hmm. um some of the biggest things that they added was in 05 and a half, okay? So mid-model year 05, they switched transmissions. They went to a G56. For the manual. For the manual, sorry. Yes, for the manual. They went to, instead of the NV5600, G56. Uh, The easiest way to tell, where's your reverse? Uh, If it's up into the... Oh, my God. I'm just having a brain fart right now. If it's up into the... uh, It's up and away. Up and away is a G56. Six I mean, and down and towards you is an NV fifty six hundred. I hope I didn't screw that up.
1: Pretty sure that might be backwards. It no, might be backwards. I'm going to Google check. You're going to Google but, it. I'm going to yeah.
2: talk about another thing, which is this, uh, which is the steering kit. Um, so an O eight and a half, or what they call like the 09 steering upgrade. Okay, um, some of these, well. I guess maybe I should wait on that one because that really happened later uh, into the six seven engine. So we're gonna we're gonna skip that. He's checking. I think you were backwards. I was backwards. NV5, okay, so fifty six hundred yeah. reverse and up and away. Okay, there we go. Up and away. NV fifty six hundred down and towards you is G fifty six. Yep. Okay. Um. One other. Oh my gosh! Now I'm thinking of all these splits all these things that they changed. I, mean, I knew this was going to happen as we talked about it. <laughs> um, so in 06, and this is, this is just a hard split. So if you're, if your truck is labeled as an 06, um, they went to a CAN bus operating system. Right. In the, for the electronics, for the ECM. Basically what that means is it's, it's for one, it has more memory. So that's why you can put EFI live on an 06 and up. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a memory issue with the ECMs Two, it. I, I tried to get like a good description on how to like easily explain Canva system. So this is what I wrote down. Basically modules communicating together, better, better memory. And that's why EFI is available. That's what I put. So that's all you need to know. <laughs> well, yeah. You can I read say. a lot. You can read a lot more things on like a scan tool um, on like an edge insight. You could read a heck of a lot more. It's just a more inclusive sort of operating system with the engine. Like everything goes through the ECM. So there's a lot more, a lot more data you can look at.
1: Yeah, I would say think of it as like a like the all the way up to a 5 if the the computer was like a tree that didn't have a whole lot of roots or whole, have a whole lot of branches Yeah. and then you have the canvas it's still there it's obviously still a tree but the branches and the roots go out way further it's gathering like what was the movie uh I think it was Michael Bay when they they have avatars. Okay, okay, gotcha. <laughs> Like the tree that it's yeah. able to just to read more. Yeah. So it's still there, still tree, still computer, just able to do more.
2: Yes, absolutely. um Since I, I think I got all that, so we got transmission, CAN bus. I think I covered everything on the five nines. Okay, so then O seven came around. Emissions hit everybody. There's a split year in O seven. So O seven yep. and a half. Okay, easiest way to tell. Look at your valve cover because they changed displacement on the engine. It's a 6.7 liter instead of a 5.9. Mm-hmm. That's, I mean, just look at it. <laughs> just, would you just look at it? Would you just look at it? <laughs> I going to say just that. Just look at it. Um, they also went to uh, 68 RFE transmission for the automatics. Still have the G56 for the manuals. Uh, if it's a cabin chassis truck in 07.5, that's when they started using the Azen transmission, which is you can currently get in the new ones. Mm-hmm. Um, the... And then, okay, so the steering upgrade, like I was trying to talk about earlier, but I I wasn't there yet. So in 09, they actually, or 08 and a half, you want to call it, they actually figured out that, hey, we screwed this steering system up. We need to fix it. Y-style sucks. Y-style steering. So any truck from 03 to mid-model year, 08, is going to have what's called Y-style steering. The easiest way to tell between a Y-style and a T-style steering because you could have an early truck that's been retrofitted from the factory if it ever went to a dealer for an issue. Mm -hmm. um, They're going to put a T-style steering on it. Um, The easiest way to tell is where the dampener mounts on the the center link, okay? So that link that ties the two wheels together, um, if it's a Y-style steering, there's going to be literally a forged eye in the bar right so like it was it was forged there it wasn't added or welded or anything the bar is going to be forged into an eyelet and then your steering dampener shock is going to have a stud that's going to go through that eyelet held on by a single bolt okay t-style steering is going to have a bracket on there that's held on with two u-bolts and then the 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 dampener shock is going to have two eyelets one on each side and held on by a bolt and a nut, whatever Uh, that's the easiest way to tell and that happened mid-bottle year oh wait again i don't have an exact date. It's just a visual. That's again, the easiest way to do it. Instead of trying to decipher decipher uh, dates. Uh, um, yeah,
1: I've I've explained it that way. Uh, the other way I like to is actually trying to like if someone's um, sitting underneath their truck and looking at it and trying to follow the route of their steering. Yeah, you've got. I guess the it,
2: yeah. It, well, yeah, because the, the upper bar, the drag link, actually goes from the pitman arm to the passenger wheel. Yeah, and then the driver wheel is tied into that bar. Mm-hmm. So, uh, so I, I, sh- I should have probably explained that because if I say the center link... I'm, I like I'm, to refer to it as
1: yeah. there's no direct connection between the two front wheels. Yes. So if you have the 09 style steering, which would be the T style steering, you have a rod that will connect to two front wheels. Yeah. And then you will have a... That's your tie rod. And you have a drag link that goes to the pitman arm and that will drag the tie rod around. If that's you, a good If way. you follow <laughs> it from one side to the other and you do not have a direct link or direct bar, meaning the bar goes like tie rod end to a tie rod end to another bar and then to the tie rod end to the wheel that's three connections that's not a direct link yeah that's the y style steering does this yeah and there's no no direct connection
2: yeah and i just remembered another one on the earlier trucks that we're gonna bounce back to real quick here lift pumps i can't believe i forgot this because dodge lift pumps are they don't suck they don't push they they just don't do anything (laughs) usually um in 05 they started putting the pump in the tank Mm-hmm. Versus it being on the block,
1: so that could be one of those retrofit things too.
2: That could be a retrofit thing that too that will go all the way back to a 24 valve second gen, so a 98 and a half to 2 truck as well. They can they update those and put the pumps in the tank. If he, if it was ever taken to a dealer with an issue for a lift pump, they're going to put an intake pump in it.
1: So, and that's why if you buy a lift pump, they'll ask you has the pump been retrofitted to be inside the tank. If you're not sure, when you go to start your truck, where it, do you hear the worrying from? Like, you see your. V- because of lift pump priming. Yeah. You're going to hear it at the engine or you're going to hear it in the tank.
2: Yeah, and, and also too, just since we're, since we're on that topic, as far as if it, let's say if it's a second gen that's been converted to an in-tank pump, you can look at the, because they say it's block mounted or whatever or some say it's right behind the, I mean, or it's on the fil- fuel filter canister. So mm-hmm. on the second gens, it is essentially block mounted. There's a little L bracket that comes off of the block or right behind the uh, fuel filter canister and there'll be three bolts that hold it on there. Now, if the truck's been retrofitted, there's still that bracket's still going to be there, and there's going to be a billet aluminum block there that's going to have the same like three bolts on it. So, people have made the mistake where they go and look under the hood and, and, and see that and go, "Oh, I've still got a block mounted pump." No, you don't. Nope. No, it's in the tank. Um, so definitely make sure you're you see a pump and not a like almost like a billet aluminum block that's there because the, the retrofit kits will basically utilize that same bracketry to kind of tie everything together. Um on the uh, third gen 24 valve so 03 uh, to you know 05 that had the block mounted pump or i say block mounted pump but that one's actually a filter that's literally on the back of the fuel filter canister it doesn't look
1: like a pump yeah the first time you showed it to me it's like oh that's it i'm like that's like a sensor yeah it's it's how big it is
2: yeah i mean it's 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 really weird looking and then you, you when you take it off you're like really this was the pump like it's it's that bad but what so basically what you'll see is I, I tell guys it's like those big giant sharpies like I don't know something around a maybe inch and a half diameter is about like what it is and is a
1: black pump yeah like the, the big chisel tip one yeah
2: that's 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 bolted onto the back of the fuel filter canister with two bolts off to the side and the pump sitting there in the middle. There'll also be a wiring harness with two, with a a, a two wire connector that'll go into the bottom of it or right off to the, uh, off the, on the back side of it. I, if I can try to picture it correctly in my head. Uh, anyways, if, but if it's been retrofitted, you're going to have an aluminum adapter there that's going to have just a line to it. So if you see that there, then you more than likely you've been retrofitted. If you see this big black, not big, but a black thing there <laughs> that's got wires going into it, that's the lift pump. Believe it or not, that's the lift pump. So, and people wonder why they're so junk. They're so, they're so, they're so crappy. It's like,
1: really? Yeah. Or when they watch their <laughs> rear pressure drop, because they you know, put a 200 horse tune in the truck with yeah. the stock lift pump. I'm like, my rear pressure yeah. drops. Yeah. Like,
2: oh, yeah. really? You got a $7,000 fuel system and a $35 pump. All right. <laughs> so, uh, the next change that happened, and this is um, it's just a steering box change happened in 09. And again, not a date thing. So there's not like a mid model year or anything. It's a 2009 truck. If it's a 2009 truck, it had a different steering box than a 03 mm-hmm. to 08, um, and that go from that went from nine to twelve, uh, and then and then in thirteen they they switched. Now we're gonna start getting into the fourth gen stuff. Which okay, so thirteen different turbo started doing different suspension, different injectors and way better interiors <laughs>
1: oh my goodness way better interiors the ten to 12 ram is like if you put a 10 to 12 ram interior wise next to i don't want to say a first gen because that's like obviously a, like, not even a 10 early. to 12
2: i even a 13 and up
1: oh okay but, yeah. i mean 10 to 12 so, is
2: okay but it's still kind of true still kind of on I, i'm still kinda, it's like a, sorry a 13, guys out there yeah, kind of cool. cheap yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it just feel cheap tim
1: you messed up on that one, dude. Messed up on that one. Yeah. But on the thirteen and up, that's really where you start seeing interior and amenities like you would see on like an LTZ. Yeah. Or, or if you could find like a like a higher end, um, I know they didn't make really diesels and that kind of stuff, like a Denali or something like that.
2: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you get the uh, well seat heaters, which they've had forever, but you get the cool the mm-hmm. the AC seats, which again they had in the the Test earlier screen. ones. The the screen is the biggest thing where you get that big eight point four inch. Screen and I hope that they bring in that screen that they have the half tons now, like the new the half ton interior, like on a twenty twenty or a nineteen half ton. Awesome. There's like a twelve inch oh, yeah. screen
1: on that thing. I was watching that when they released that they they're like, Oh yeah, and they hit the freaking key and the screen. Epic. The screen came out. I was like, Holy moly, it's like a freaking Tesla screen, dude. Yeah, seriously. It's it's pretty cool. And uh the the seats, uh they're way
2: more comfortable than the than the previous model years. I feel like their leather is better. Mm-hmm. So it's just an, all in all better truck. Suspension wise They kind of did more what Ford's doing as far as with radius arms. They kind of did as steering, they somewhat fixed that. Mm -hmm. It's more of like a, a Ford. I mean, they almost like it's almost like they copied Ford. Uh, as far as the suspension and steering, because it's very similar as far as geometry-wise. Good, <laughs> good job, Jeff. Good job, Jeff. and
1: Tim went and had drinks, right? Yeah.
2: Well, Tim's been long fired. Tim's
1: not fired. T- J- Tim's Jeff still got a little drunk, cooking right?
2: around with the H-Pops.
1: And he's, yeah. Who knows where Jeff Tim's at? Jeff got a little drunk, and he was like, Tim, dude, you got to get on the radius arm. arm yeah. <laughs> dude, it's so good. You yeah. just got to do it. Just Tim do was it. like, no, man. Control arms of life. Yeah. Uh, I've been doing really well. And then he went back to work and he did the math on it. He's like, Oh man, he was right. Dude, Jeff's right.
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So suspension wise, somewhat fixed. Um, easiest way to tell if you have the updated new style suspension, look at your front shock and your front coil. Is the shock inside the coil or is it outside? If it's outside, that's a new style. If it's inside, you still got the old stuff.
1: Yeah. Um, or if, I mean, do you have radius arms
2: or that? Yeah. If you're not sure radius <laughs> arms,
1: everybody knows what a coil and shock is, but if yeah. you look on your truck you either, you're, I mean, your axle has to be connected to your truck, you know, somehow. laterally <laughs> long ways. Somehow yeah. it's either going to be connected by two just ginormous arms, like one on each side, or it's going to have four smaller control arms.
2: Yeah. Yeah. So, Boom. um, and then what I say turbo, there's not really an easy way to tell on the turbo turbo if it was out of the vehicle. Of course, obviously if you knew it came mm-hmm. out of a 13, it's different. Again, it's 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 nice with the common side of things at least they did pretty pretty hard split. So if your truck is a if your truck is a, you know, well like 03, like that's, you know, a hard split there. That is, you know, there's a couple of the splits um, that are like mid-model year, of course, a 24 valve VP truck, but again, really easy to tell. There's not there's it, if you make a mistake On ordering the wrong parts for some of these, it's you were just lazy. (laughs) Sorry, Uh, you didn't look at anything.
1: I just remember that intercooler from twelve to thirteen. Change locations.
2: Yeah, change locations. Yeah, it's 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 actually underneath. That's the one thing that I wasn't like fully on board with, just because it seems like it's in a location that is like, wow, there's could be a lot of damage, (laughs) rocks, and you know who knows. I mean, well, I I guess we're different. I guess we're a different breed when it comes to, to, to rigs, just because we're wheeling the crap out of them, and so mm. like that is like right in the location where a rock would be. If we're trying to climb it, but it's true. Um, but all in all, I mean, it's pretty pretty simple. They made it pretty evident as far as like when they did switch something, they made it pretty obvious that they did. The steering stuff can get a little kind of funky sometimes, but other than that, I mean, it's pretty easy. Oh four, and, that oh four and a half to or the oh four to oh four and a half stuff. Eh, here yeah. and there we see issues, but. Again, just, just just take a peek.
1: Yeah, the O4 and O four and a half stuff, it usually uh the only time I've ever gotten a debate with someone there. It's like, Well, oh, I I bought it new and it's an O4, and it told me it was a high output. Okay, well what does the tag say? It says three oh five, but it's a high output. Well, that's the it's three oh five horse and it's an O4, but it's not it's not yeah, high the, output. It's so just, there's it's,
2: not three different or three different outputs of come as they did no four sorry uh, yeah <laughs>
1: it's just like oh it's an 03 it's a 305 horse nope it's the high output it's gotta be a 325 like sir you just read me the horse the horsepower yeah. rating on the yeah. it's a 305 horse yeah. engine it's gonna take 305 horse parts nope yeah. like okay um, <laughs> you're right i'll sell you some parts they're not gonna fit and it and since we're on that topic
2: some people will be like oh what happens if i put oh four and a half injectors in my O 3 it'll run like crap yeah. same thing backwards. and now and some people will argue like as far as like the O three O four trucks have a better piston design and actually prefer that engine if they're building horsepower
1: mm-hmm. yeah i've had that conversation a couple of times it, it reminds me of ford guys but as far as like internal engine stuff Tyler's more than i do about it so like oh yeah i want to do these injectors with this cup and this injector or this uh uh piston from this year and i'm like hold please yeah, <laughs> <Tyler>. <laughs> Yeah, some <laughs> got a guy for you. <laughs> yeah,
2: it's funny, but usually that guy is like, "I'm only looking for 400 horsepower." It's yeah, like, what are you doing? Totally
1: balanced blueprint engine. Like, cool. What's your horsepower goal? 350. Like, put a waste tuner on it. <laughs>
2: don't waste your money. No, I mean no, but I mean you could go through all that, and you know, even if you're building just a stock horsepower engine, I mean, anytime I, I tell guys, anytime you're assembling an engine from like a block, bare block, and putting everything in, have it balanced. It'll just run smoother. I mean, that, yeah. there's nothing wrong with that, but I mean, for guys like swapping pistons and like swapping spray angles and playing with, it's
1: like, okay,
2: if you're not shooting for like four digits, you don't need to do that.
1: Yeah. <laughs> uh, I mean, it's just yeah, you're. It's like I appreciate the ingenuity wanting to swap that stuff out, but it's like it, but, I'm worried about this, this, and this. Okay, what can are you doing? Stock? Like
2: it's like man, you're, okay. yeah. <laughs> there's could be some other things maybe. You, can we get that specific on? But yeah, it, it all depends on what your goal is. I mean, we'll be straight up with you on what we recommend and what we th- would think would be the most cost effective way to get you there. Um,
1: so then that's
2: kind of how we do it.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Just go GM. Ram GM, was pretty easy.
2: We don't even have a paper for GM because they're actually pretty easy too. It's true. Yeah. So we got one oh, one, we're going to start with O oh, one because I mean Six, five right, and six so, twos. I mean, six twos so we actually no. we posted a uh, <laughs> a
1: blog article about the the history of the Duramax. Yeah, and everybody in the comments section was roasting us because we included the six two and the six five. Okay, yes. Before it's we not go, a Duramax. Nuts, yes, we know it's yeah. not a Duramax. And if you actually click the link and read it, <laughs> that information is in there. Yeah. So all all of you keyboard. Keyboard People commandos. light us up in the comments. Yeah. Look, I get it. If you didn't click on it, we do look like total chumps. I get that. I actually, I, I told click the, on
2: it. I told the guy the other day because he thought, thought one of our ad, one of our listings for a product was misleading. <laughs> and I don't know if the, I, I think I might have premised it with, I'm not trying to be rude or anything. But if you read the listing, it's not confusing. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it was just like, oh. Uh, I'm like, yeah, just read it. It's w- it makes way more sense when you read it. <laughs> like, yeah, oh I man, mean, that, probably- that back? I thought I was like, oh man, was that, was that rude? <laughs> like, I'm not trying to like, but it's like so real, like read it. and It like makes total sense. Yeah. Like trying to buy something and not read like everything about it. It's like, well, I thought it would do this. It's like, no, dude, did you read? It? No, it's the way I think it should go. was like, well, it sounds like you need to get an engineer's degree and make it yourself. Yeah. <laughs> so, it's, it's, hard, it's hard to
1: be an adult and only go by picture books.
2: Yeah. Yeah, so, um, yeah. So, I mean, six two, six five. pretty easy to tell. There's usually a...
1: Usually broke it down the side of the road or going extremely <laughs> slow.
2: broke it down the side of the road yeah yeah they're broken. <laughs> Yeah, that's true and you can i don't get very many sick burns yeah. like that because <laughs> yeah. so i gotta take it where i can oh geez so we're just gonna we're gonna skip over those <laughs> but yeah. um we're just gonna start with the dermax so 01 to 04 pretty much nothing really happened lb7 lb7 nothing really happened as far as major splits in 01 to 04
1: uh there was now, interior
2: interior yeah. okay but engine wise, drivetrain wise, everything's the same. Yeah. Now there's O four and a half. There's the <laughs> the LLY. Yeah. Now the way that it's VIN code, right? It's the eighth digit of the uh-huh. VIN. It's either a two. It's like a two or
1: a D, I think. Is yeah. It. Yeah, two or a D. I think two is late. Yes, if I recall correctly. So it's on our website. I'm gonna I'm gonna yeah, fact check go. my own website right now.
2: So LLY injectors turbo. Uh, that's when they went to a VGT turbo. On the LLYS, um, that's basically.
1: Oh, uh, they went to the cat eye in the front.
2: Oh yeah, so he's. Well, he, I mean, he that's does, like a normal. That's
1: a, that's a body style split. I don't know if yeah. I need to necessarily re- state everything that changes in the body style, but it, it was a body style change. That's yeah, what they ECM, would consider the cat of eye. Course a different, if you're uh, into like blowing ECMs, buy an LLY. Yeah,
2: <laughs> and so isn't there a split in 05, too? Didn't they split it
1: in 05? Yep. You can have yeah. you can have an LLY from O four and a half to a 05, and you can have. Like an O five O six LY.
2: Yeah, so the the, the LLY phase, so like O four and a half to 06, Just you got to know your know your rig, um, VIN tag, eighth digit of the VIN is probably the easiest way, um, but that is like the only the only years that you can run into an issue with ordering parts for.
1: Oh, we were okay Go backwards. Uh, D is <laughs> in Delta will be an LBZ for the okay. eighth digit in your VIN, a uh, two as in one, two, or it takes two to tango, uh, would be an LOI. Eighth Boom. Digit. Okay. Um, so
2: that's 04.5 to 05, and the same thing with some of the 05s. Then there was a hard split in 06. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's when they went to the LBZ, mm-hmm. 06, 07. LBZ, again, that's kind of a hard, hard uh, uh, just with the the whatever your title says your rig is. I mean, that's your split, basically, mm-hmm. um, unless you're that early 05, like we're talking about with the LOI, but we're, not, we're past that already. 07. Okay. They did the same thing like Cummins did split year in 07. 07.5. 07.5. The easiest way to, to tell is new body style or classic. Take it away from here, man.
1: Yeah. I don't know why I always seem to get having to like, try to describe this to people. Like, okay, yeah. well, do you have an 07 earlier or late? Well, I'm not sure. Okay. Uh, do you have emissions in the truck? Well, I'm not sure. Okay. Um, does it look more like a 2010? Or does it look more like a 2005? Because it's a pretty decent change in body style there. Yeah. You go from the cat eye to the big giant front headlight. Yeah. And obviously, the interior is totally different. All the knobs are different. It was yeah. it, when GM, it was, it was when they declared bankruptcy. So the, the interior got a little chintzy for a little bit. Maybe, LMM status. It looks like a car. It, it feels like, like a, car. a car to me. And, and it, I have a love-hate relationship with LMMs. I, I think they're yeah. pretty cool trucks, um, especially the later model LTZ ones. It's um, so like the 0910 ones but that's usually the best way to tell. And if they're not sure still after that, it's like, just send me a picture.
2: Yeah. I usually do the whole, like, all right, man, hop on Google real quick. Type in 2009 GM, 2,500. Does it look like that? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it, that's the easiest way. I mean, and so, I mean, I'm sure there's a, again, I'm sure there's probably a date for it that you could find out, but it's like, why Just look at the body? <laughs> it's, it's a visual change and it's, it's a a visual, pretty decent. Yeah. Um, All right, so that's oh seven and a half to ten. Okay, then they went to that. That's LMM. So that's the first. That's their their first emissions equipped diesel engine. The cool thing with GM, which I don't know how they were how they managed to do this, but they've stuck stuck with a six point six liter this entire time. Like usually when they go to like an emissions controlled truck, like they're sacrificing something so they up the liters to compensate. Right, that's kind of what. As far as I know, that's what Cummins did because they're, you know, they're compensating. So, like, oh, we're bumping up to 6.7 liter. GM, no. 6.6 6, the entire uh, way. 01 to current. And now they have the highest horsepower diesel engine you could buy from a factory right now. And it's still a 6.6. 6. Yeah. It, <laughs> it,
1: it, it kind of reminds you, like, you get the, you know, the Cummins fanboys there. Yeah. You know, Cummins forever, the longest lasting platform. to like, well, to like, okay, on. yeah, I, I get that. But you got to remember, since 01. Jameson Rock on a 6.6. It's six. yeah. the longest current running platform. Yeah. Granted, yes, there are some changes. We understand that. But yeah. as far as like the base of it, it's still 6.6. Six. It's still at the root of it. It's still, you know, pretty much what you started with.
2: Yeah. Yeah. So <clears throat> there's no splits in between there as far as any parts that I know, know of. They, there, they didn't there even change a, turbos or anything. The I mean.
1: LMLs, that's what happens when you go to the emissions attack 111 to 16, you have an LML.
2: Yeah. And that's what, that's the thing with Duramax. They... they, they when people call and they're like, they don't say like, I have a, I have a 05 Duramax. So like, i like, got this 05 LLY. It's like, okay, which is kind of cool. Cause it's like, okay, yeah. you just narrowed it down for me. I know exactly what you, you know. That's true. So that, that's kind of nice, but they always use the engine designation. Yeah. So, you know, I, I, that. Know, I, I think that
1: probably came around cause people were, I mean, you got small block Chevys and yeah LS engines. Yeah. And they were to start the LS thing, stuff. stuff yeah. So they probably started that, going with that yeah. as well. Um, but the, uh. Uh, there was a body style split between early and late uh, LMLs. I don't recall exactly what year it was. I want to say it's like the 12 or 13. They had they had like a little bit updated body. Nothing changed suspension wise or engine yeah. wise or anything like that. Um, then there was there's the 15 and 15 and a half. Yes, that's an awkward one. Best way to tell for that is the downpipe. Yeah, you're either going to have a three bolt flange or a band clamp. And I believe if you have a 15 and a half, it's a three bolt flange. Yes it's an early 15 so 11 to 15 would be a v-band clamp that's where the turbo direct pipe connects the exhaust of the truck and then beyond there if you do have that late model 15 you now have the t87 style uh yes. tcm control module transmission tcm control module i, I hate <laughs> yeah. I, I hate it when people do that i just did it myself it's like the dpf filter the ticket filter filter the tcm yeah. control transmit control control module i hate yeah, myself oh my god <laughs> So so you have the the T87 style TCM. Yeah. Wait, T87, T87,
2: not the A50. Not the A50, right. The easiest way to tell T87 versus A50. Now I'm having a brain fart and I don't know which one's which. But one of them, uh, the T80... No. Yeah, okay. A50 had a bunch of round
1: look like, like look a like bed a bed of, of nails. nails. I'm going to yeah. go ahead and google check ourselves real quick cuz we have yeah. this all on our website. <laughs> We've talked about it for so
2: long and then, or we talk about it for so long that I feel like we haven't talked about it for a, a while now we're going back to it we're like oh crap. Yeah. <laughs> no. But um, I'm test me the gonna A50 is going to have A no I know this for I know this. I'm the Do expert. <laughs> I'm the freaking expert. A50 is going to have a bunch of round little heat sinks. I, it literally looks like a bed of nails. Uh, versus the T87 is going to have five, count them, five fins that are going to go from one side of the module to the other as far as cooling. That's the easiest way to tell. They're both in the same exact location right under the hood. Um, but just basically the, the visual inspection of that module is going to let you know on what one that is. And then back to the downpipe stuff, uh, easiest way to tell. Cause a lot of people will try to look under the vehicle, which is sometimes can be kind of kind of tough you can actually see that right through the passenger side fender well. You can see that uh, you can see that flange there. And that's actually where I would recommend checking it out. Was that right? What did you A50 say? had the bed of nails? Yes. Yes. A50 okay. bed of nails. Trust T87
1: yourself. cooling <laughs> fins. Yes. Count them. One, two, three, four, five cooling Boom. fins. Not all the same size fins. Yes. But yes, fins. And that TCM fin. is located, if you pull up in the hood, it's on the driver's side radiator fan shroud. Yeah.
2: So that brings us up to L5P stuff. Mm-hmm. What's the easiest way to tell? I don't know. You can't tune it. Yeah. <laughs> no, there's only you one can tuner now. available. You just got to take a mortgage out now. <laughs> <your laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Seriously, <laughs> um, but that's when they added the um, so body style change. That's mm-hmm. where they added
1: like the super cool hood scoop, dude. The hood and the L5P's are these nasty. are nasty. Awesome. There is. I remember. Uh, I'm sure we all watch YouTube and stuff like that, But uh, Duramax Jack, he put a uh, L5P hood on his lml mm. and he, he it was I already li- liked the lmls it was oh. a little bit of clickbait i'll be honest he, he yeah because you know, his his truck was tuned and deleted and he had an l5p hood on it and his l5p deleted oh my god oh my god but it wasn't yeah but the hood just goes right on it actually looks really nice yeah they look
2: really cool i and the lml was already my favorite duramax and then l5p came like
1: oh let yeah. oh and there are a lot of people who like we we and it works. That, that, a lot of people do want to tune the, LML or the L5Ps. But there are a lot of people that get in there like, this makes decent power. Like, I am okay yeah. with it.
2: Yeah.
1: it's the, the emission systems on these trucks has finally come around to where it's not so much like, dude, I'm getting eight miles a gallon. How is this even possible right now? And it's yeah. always breaking to where, you know, it's, they've been going for a while now. So they, they finally come around to actually getting good. And you're making good power from the factory Case in point, our 17 Power Stroke put 411 to the wheels from Mission's the factory. Intact. We're talking, it's had 11 miles on it. We put it on Dyno. Yeah. 411 uh, horsepower to the wheels from the factory. That's epic.
2: Yeah. Yeah. And I can't remember if I, I ran it about this last week, but this is kind of cool because I feel like... And I've Horse- talked to this before. The horsepower-, the horsepower wars. Like, yeah. seriously. Like, back in the day, like, ever... Anybody who's into, like, hot rods or muscle cars knows back in the day, like, literally, manufacturers were like, what do they got? Oh, they got 400 horsepower? Guess what? 4.75. Or
1: it was Jeff's dad, yeah, Jeff yeah. Sr., and they were like, hey, Jeff, how many, well, I, actually, I think the 351 came out before the 350, if I'm not yeah. mistaken, but, like, how many cubes is the new Chevy Small? 350. We need 351. <laughs> yeah just one, one more, more.
2: <laughs> just one more <laughs> no but serious i mean that's and that's that's kind of cool for any motorhead out there love, like especially likes diesel trucks that's seriously what's going on every one of these diesel trucks that came out in the next in uh, the last i would say probably five years mm-hmm. they've they've tried to one up the other and, and and this year it happened to be l5p and they're on the top
1: Got a 302 no uh. no through or five yeah <laughs> seriously, got you
2: seriously, got you <laughs> i got you <laughs> but yeah that that's kind of cool and this kind of ties ties into too i don't know if this would be considered my rant or not because we are kind of at the end of our little thing here but knowing your vehicle
1: mm-hmm.
2: taking the time to really know what you have and i think we did talk about this last week didn't we i can't remember bit, my rant yeah. last week but just knowing what you have Find, there's a there's a great website out there that'll give you basic information. It's called decodethis.com mm-hmm. where you can just kind of give you some some basic if you're like don't know exactly like hey someone told me it was this year and I don't really know for sure. You can use that to check. Call your local dealer, give them a VIN number, see if they can give you a build sheet. Know what your axle ratios are, know mm-hmm. what axle you have, know what front axle you have. Take the time especially if you're gonna look into it well Especially if you're a Ford owner, you should really, yep. really, really know exactly what you got. Uh, just because, again, there's so many, so many little things that they change that can that can ruin your day if you order parts and they're wrong. Nobody likes that. I mean, we don't like that. We don't like to mm. see you get the wrong parts. And so, just taking that time to really know what you have. And, and and I don't like do what Ben does and make a spreadsheet. He makes a spreadsheet for freaking everything. I do. When he's having lunch for today, I had a freaking spreadsheet spreadsheet. So, so I mean, make something like that just to have everything that way. When you call us and you're looking for that part and we ask you those questions like, Hey, is that early 99? or Is that late 99? Well, by my build date, it's this, it just makes things so much smoother, so much smoother.
1: And if you, uh, I would say like, it does make it smoother, but if you don't know, don't be afraid to call. And if, if you're not sure if you do have a split year or something like that, or you heard something and, and you're having trouble finding information on your own, shoot us a call. Yeah. A, a, any, I'll even say this, any, any reputable diesel performance business, whether they be online or brick and mortar, they should know that. And yeah. if, if you're not sure and you walk in there and, and they're I, not sure and they're not sure, <laughs> They may be very smart people. Like let's say they, let's say they broadcast we only work on Duramaxes. Okay, maybe they don't know the split years of Fords or whatnot. But if they're telling you that they work on every single kind of diesel out there, they know all the thing that you know, and they don't know a certain split year, or they like, because there's a difference between not knowing and be like, okay, I know there's a split year, I can't remember how to find it though. Yeah. But if they truly are just like, oh no, all ninety nine Fords are the same. That's don't a, shop there. That is a red flag. Run, <laughs> don't walk. Like get out of there, yeah, <laughs> your truck might already be broken,
2: yeah, <laughs> seriously, <laughs> no, that's for real, so, yeah, take the time, know your, know what you have, know what you have, I mean that 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 helps us a ton, and it it it's just nice to know for for yourself, I mean, if anybody asks like. Helps you with conversation, too. If you got a bunch of buddies that are in a diesel, like, oh, yeah. I got this. But, like, no, you do. It's like, my rear end's way better. I got Dana 80. You got a stupid Dana mm-hmm. 70. <laughs> like,
1: you know, yeah. stuff like that. So I did that with uh, with both trucks that I've – well, actually, all of them I tried to do this with. But, uh, like, I read OBS that I have referred to a bunch of times. I think we even mentioned this in the maintenance episode, too. But, you know, I I bought that truck mostly off of gut feeling. I honestly didn't do a whole lot of research. I knew that I wanted a 7.3. I knew that I wanted to be pre ninety uh, eight, so I didn't have to uh, pay for smog in California or anything yeah. like that. And I knew that I wanted, you know, a three quarter one ton truck. And I'm a Ford guy. I love seven threes. Like I had a poster of a 7.3 in my room. Like I was that guy. Jeez, you had a poster. You had a poster. I, I had a poster of, of a, a Jeff suit. made a poster of seven threes. I had a It, <laughs> wow. it was a. Po- I had to make the poster. You, oh, <laughs> you made it. I found the image okay, online, you didn't buy and I had to make the poster. <laughs> so <laughs> You gave him a picture of a truck and said, "Make this into a poster." <laughs> yeah, it was. I'm sure if you That's Google it, you can find it, but it was a white single cab. Was it cab next to a picture on like, of yourself on the one? <laughs> it was a white single cab on, like, TSLs going through, like, a, a river. And, and it was, like, single cab, long bed. Wow. I was. Uh, I'm such, I hate myself. The guy
2: printing that was just like, what
1: in the... F- Why? It's like, <laughs> this isn't you? a Ferrari or a Testarossa or, <laughs> or... Is that a 40-year-old virgin? Like, do you have a... This a, is a... A poster of the eight, like a, a band poster of Asia framed. Like, <laughs> like what are you What doing? is wrong with you? But yeah, I had that and I went off a of feeling. And I've got I honestly feeling. Yeah, didn't have like a whole, I had good bass knowledge, but not a whole lot. And I uh, quite literally put parked in the driveway after driving for a couple weeks after I had some time. And I got under there with my phone that still had internet connection. And I just started looking at stuff. Yeah. Just looking at it. And, you know, with no one around, it's, it's kind of that pressure. You kind of look at something and you're like, okay, I'm pretty sure I know what that is, but why is it connected to this? And why is there a wire coming off of it? Yeah. And why is there like a ground strap sticking off of that? Yeah. I didn't even know this had to be grounded. Yeah. And then, or, or you sit over there and you look at it, you're like, okay, that doesn't look right. And you have your phone with you, a Google machine. Yeah. I would lay under my truck and Google stuff and try and find people that had pointed out things on diagrams and whatnot Mm -hmm. and that honestly led me to really get in touch with the truck um also a bit of uh frustration yeah because then i realized what a ttb is yeah and why a leaf sprung (laughs) ttb and i was like wow i really should have gotten f350 yeah yeah and uh and that that started my official love affair with (laughs) with diesel trucks and i probably started google searching that day like how did a 60 swap an OBS? Yeah, yeah, probably. <laughs> I was like, I am over this TDB life. <laughs> yeah. So, should, should, would that count as my rant, or should we go into an actual...
2: Because I, I do, I wrote down a couple of rants, so I have like three built up.
1: Okay, I know you're a little pent up. This actually, the, the, I think we can actually have this be two episodes. Okay. So, we're going we're gonna to save your rants for later. Okay. Because we Fine. just kind of went enough. off on a tangent right there, and we covered Ford... Chevy (laughs) Chevy and and GM and this is producer guy how long are we at this podcast right now probably an hour hour. took us two hours to cover splits and oddities an hour and ten minutes of which was Ford. at least I'm cozy now I know we're on the couch now it's good to go and we've got some some barley juice hanging out yeah so I feel good about it you know unless we got anything else I think we're gonna start wrapping this thing up
2: no we wrap it up that's yeah
1: cool I think we covered
2: it all we probably if we miss something hey that don't get mad at us. Put it in the comments so we yeah. so we can tell everybody. Because we we could listen, guys, we have three different makes and models. Honestly more, because we do Volkswagens, Eagle Eagle. we do sprinters, we do so we gotta know. We don't have to know, but we, we wanna know all everything we can about everything. So if we miss anything, please put it in the comments. One on one make sure everybody knows all the splits and all the funny little things on any, any one of these trucks. So
1: Yeah, really yeah. appreciate it. If you're if you're watching on Facebook, if you like the new uh the new orientation, yeah. here. leave a comment, give us a like. Yeah. Or, uh,
2: if you hate it, if you love it, make fun of us, do it. Yeah. We like that. Open game. <laughs> we could probably sit closer. Yeah. I can't tell it, if you can see if we have pants on or not. Yeah. i and think I'm next sure week about this. I think next week either he's going to sit on my lap or I'm going to sit on his lap. Because if some people were, <laughs> were, you know, hey, embrace it. We're just going to, you know, why have one mic? Why have two mics? Why not just yeah. have
1: one? Well, that's how we're going to have a guest. You got to have an extra mic for a guest. We only got two right now, so someone's getting sat on. And that's the end of that. (laughs) That's the end of that show. Thanks for tuning in. Make sure to check us out. We'll see you next week. I'm Will Cooper, host of HuntStand's Make Your Mark podcast. For even more content, be sure to watch the original films from HuntStand Presents on the Waypoint TV channel every Tuesday at 10 p.m. Eastern. Visit waypointtv.com to learn more.